0: Welcome everyone to the O'aveh Torah, Daf Yom Yishior. Today Shiur <coughs> is Daf Chaf Aleph. We'll begin on Khaf Aleph Amuraf at the top of the page, at the top line, Ilfa Rebbe Yochanan. Today is, Daf, is a zuchut for our anonymous sponsor as well as his wife and his two children. Hashem should give them success in all of their endeavors. Says the Gemana, Ilfa Rebbe Yochanan. these two Amoraim. And yet they were extremely poor. (coughs) So they said, "Let's go start a business." This way, we'll keep the pasuk that says, "And therefore, we will not will get out of poverty. There should not be no poor people." Amongst you. As they went, They sat under a wall that was not sturdy. And they sat and eating there even though it was unsturdy. Two angels came, and Rabbi was able to hear them talking. And they said, let's push the wall on them and kill them. Being that they're leaving the Torah and getting involved in this world, let's kill them. Now, that's because they're sitting in a dangerous place. And when you're sitting in a dangerous place, the angels come to see if you're worth it. And if you're worth a miracle. And the fact that they were leaving the Torah made them not worthy of a miracle. Ha-Malei Eidach said, Adel Malach told him, Shavkinu, leave these guys. Te'ikah behu chada de'kaima le'ushata. There's one guy who will have a special time. Reb Yochran Shama, Ve'ilfa Lo Shama. Reb had heard, but Ilfa didn't hear. However, Reb Yochran Ve'ilfa Shama Marmidi, did you hear anything? Ha-Malei Lo, he didn't hear anything. If I heard, <coughs> <coughs> if Ilfa didn't hear, it must be it's me who's gonna have that special time. <coughs> so Rabbi told Ilfa, "I'm going back." Instead of doing, instead of doing on myself the pasuk, i use the masuk, yachtal, evyon a masuk that says that you'll always have poor people. I'll go back. I'll be poor. I don't care. I'm going to learn. <coughs> that was Rabbi Yochanan's attempt at offering Ilfa to come back with him. In the end, Rabbi Yochanan hadad, Ilfa lo hadad. Ilfa didn't take the opportunity and he didn't come back. Ad Ilfa malach Yochanan. Before Ilfa came back, Reb Yochanan became the Roshiva. Itav So they told Ilfa. We would have made you the Roshiva just like we made Rabbi Yochanan Okran Roshiva if you would have came back. that they told Ilfo they told him. Yochanan okay Azal talan when he heard this he put himself on the mast of a ship Va'amar and he said the following if someone asked me for Mabrisa, the Ur-Khiyah or Ra-osha, either one of the Baitas of Rosha who used to gather together the Baitot, and I can't answer him the question from the Mishnah, I'll drown myself in the water. There was an old man who came. and he quoted Ar-Brighta. Now, if a guy says that to me, I wouldn't say anything. You you don't want him to drown himself in the water. My assumption is that the person knew that Ilfa would be able to answer. And he uh, get him to come down. He told him, Tanu shekel the b'ni Shabbat. If a guy, after he dies, he tells the person who is the executor of his will, Give my son a shekel every Shabbat. But now the guy really deserves a seLA. The son, meaning he was giving him a shekel as his stipend, and really the son deserves a seLA, which means he needs more than that. No You give him a seLA because we're assuming we're assuming that when he says give my son a seLA, he means whatever he needs. Otherwise he would have said, don't give him more than a shekel, and don't give him more than a shekel, and don't give more a shekel, Then he only gets a shekel. If he says, if my son dies, then let other people inherit him. Meaning if he has kids, I don't want his kids to inherit him. That means you're specifically only giving him a stipend and you don't really want him to get all the money. Then only the shekel, then you then we assume that the shekel that he set aside him was specifically, and you can't increase it. So this is a Brahtah. And the old man is telling Ilfa, where do you see a source for this in the Mishnah? Amale Hamani, the author of Brahta is Rameihi, the Amar Kayim, de Behemoth who says that we have to fulfill the word of the dead guy, meaning that we will follow the dead man's word specifically, and we don't necessarily, when it contradicts what the inheritors want, we will listen to the dead guy. For example, let's say you have a, a guy who wants to buy a field for his daughter, and he tells... His messenger to buy the field for the daughter. Then the guy dies, and the girl wants her husband to buy the field. We don't listen to the girl according to a mayor. We make the messenger buy the field as opposed to the husband, even though she should have the right to do it. Anyway, that's the, the Mishnah that he quoted to, to uh, have it be a source for that brighter. al the Gamzu. So that was one story. The reason why we got to that story is because the wall was going to fall on them. And we spoke about not going under a wall. Here's another story. Amr al-Venachum Mishkamzu. They say about Nachum Mishkamzu. Shaya Suma, Mishte'enav. He was blind in his two eyes. Gidim Mishte'enav. He was missing his two hands. Kitam Mishte'enaglav. He's missing his two legs. Two feet. Chol Malashkin, His whole body was full of boils they would put his bedposts into buckets of water in order that he shouldn't get any uh, bugs on him, in order that, because he, he wouldn't be able to scratch them, because he has no hands or feet. One time, they wanted to take his bed out of the house, because they were afraid that it would fall. And then they said they'll take take out the, the sofas and things in the house. So he told them by night, first take out the sofas, then take me out, because I can promise you, nothing's going to happen, while I'm in the house, so therefore, the first thing to do, is take out the stuff, so first take out the stuff, and then take out my bed, and then the house will fall. if you're a sadiq kamor, and you're able to say that, then, then, why do you look like this? i I I caused it to myself. one time, I was going on road to my house. i had three donkeys worth of stuff. One of food, one of drinks, one of others of delicacies. the road? He says, "Give me some food." So I told him, wait till I get off the donkey, and I'll take it off the donkey. I didn't get the time to take it off. Actually, the guy died. And he felt very bad. Because he didn't jump. And, and take care of him you know, the, the, he could have jumped off without unloading the donkey, just jump over and grab him something, give it to him, like a I fell on the guy's face. My eyes didn't notice your situation. Hisumu should be blind. If you had hands in my hands, which weren't, which didn't have mercy on your hands, should be cut off. If you had feet in my feet, which didn't have mercy on your feet, which didn't jump, be and I wasn't happy until I said that my whole body should be covered with boils. We feel bad that we see you like this. What was to you if you didn't see me like this? Why Famous story. Sim one time. Baou, they came. The Shura Yasel Duron the Bekes and they wanted to send a gift to the Caesar. In Rome, Amruman Yazal, we said who we're gonna send. Yes, we're gonna send Nachum Ish Gamzu. Because he has a lot of miracles happen to him. They sent him a big they sent him a full uh crate of precious stones. As he went. The next day, when the guy got up, took out the precious stones, and he filled it with dirt. This way, he doesn't feel how light it is, and when he leaves, he'll later on find out that it was gone. Otherwise, the guy will, will make a claim against him. When he got there in Rome, they saw that it was full of dirt. He says, So, the the king wanted to kill everybody because he said, I'll kill all the Jews. They're giving me turn as a president. That means they're making fun of me. So he said, So he said, Came, came, and he appeared as if he was a roman and he told the king who, maybe this is the dirt of Abraham Avinu that when he would throw dirt on the people of sodom sorry not sodom on the people of the four kings it would turn into swords, Gali, Havagiri, and it would turn into, when he would throw straw, it would turn into arrows, as it says, he would make, like dirt, a sword, and like straw, his bow, there was a country that they couldn't capture, and they checked the dirt on that uh, ongoing war. And they, and they captured it. They took Nachum into their storage house, and they filled up his his uh, carton. I mean, they him, gave him back his stuff, they sent him back with great glory. So he ended up, he wanted to give them stones, he came back with stones, and a lot of glory. he went to the same place. Could be, and he didn't know which place stole it from him. Or could be, it went on purpose. Abruh so told him, What do you do that they made you such kavod? what I took from here I brought there I gave them that and they found dirt and it worked they destroyed their house and they went to the king's house now why did they destroy the house so says, and when they filled up his thing with dirt, they filled it up from a pile of rubble. So they figured that it had to have rubble, so they broke their house to do it. They came to the king's house. He said that that was our dirt. They claimed uh, credit for the dirt. But good, they checked the Jeroboam, nothing happened. And they killed those two backstabbing uh, innkeepers. Now, back to the Mishnah. So the Mishnah said, What's called a plague? If you have a city with 500 people in it, and you have three people dying in three days in a row, one after the other. That's already a plague. Tana Rabanan. We look to the brayter. Ir gedola hamotziach chamesh v'enafrag aku. If you have a city, a big city that has uh five hundred people like kvar aku, v'yatsa emenat tisham eti b'shurayim, meaning you have three people, nine people dying in three days. There chazeh. How does it That's a plague. So it's, tri- it's triple the size, so you need three people each day, three day after the day. Biyomechad if nine people die in one day, or about arbayim more they die in four days. Ends with another plague. If you have a small city that has five hundred people, going kvar amiku, like kfar amiku, three people die in three days. That's a different, like we said. Biyomechad die in one day, or like we said before, it's the same thing. It's, it goes uh, proportionally. Now doesn't seem so true from the next story. This is a city of 500, of 500 people, so you need, you need three people in three days. Three, three people died in one day, because he made a even though it was one day. We said before, and it has to be in three separate days, because if it was in one day, it could be a one-time thing. Who are you going like when you do that? It must be that you're going like Remer. Who says, there's a question when it comes to goring animals we know that if an animal gores three times it becomes a muad and it has to pay full damages where if it only gores <coughs> once or twice it only pays half damages now how does it become a short muad so some say that it has to it has to gore three times in three days the mission of Rabbi Kama. Uh, and some say that it could happen where R- says over there that even if it happens in one day, it's even more so. He's certainly a Mu'ad. And therefore we see that this mission is going like a R- mayor. It must be that that the, our other writer that had said that in one day is no good, must have been Rabbi Huda. <coughs> okay. Welcome. Amalir of le'komor, so, the rabbi of Nachman Bar told of Nachman Bar Gitzchak, "Come to us, come join our place. It's a much more mechubad place. You should live with us." Amalezer told him back. Tanina, we learned in the Rabbi Yosi Yomer, "Lo A person doesn't get mechubad from his place. And lahadam bechabet mekamol. The person is the kavod of the place. So, if I'm here, yeah, that's it's a kavod place. She came notin by We see by as long as Hashem was on Har Sinai, Amrato says, "Gamatzon va'bakal aliyet ol." And more you can't let the 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 cattle graze opposite that place. So that means it's holy. Once the shechina left, Amrato Ratzulah says, Once the the shofar blows, Hamayalubah they could go up on the mountain. And there's no kiddushah. So you see that the kedusha comes. From the Shekhinah, so too my place. We see by all Almohad and the as long as it is uh, set up. Amratulatullah says, You have to send away from the Machaneh every guy who's got Salat or Zav, you send him away. Once they, uh, up, once they wrapped it up, was they wrapped it in the Parochit? Uh, then so you see that it only comes from the person. So you so said back, I'm going to come from my place, I'll go to you. Why? Because I want to be together with you. And if you're not coming to me, I'll go to you. So I told back to Ibn Nachman Bar of Chistha, It's a bin which means that my father was not a, a rabbi like your father, and therefore it's better that I go to you rather than you go to me. We're equal. We should both be together. We're both money But my father is a half a pras, and your father was a mane. was a great gadol as well, because as, as you see, they're calling him Ramnachman Bar Rav Chista, and other one's only Ramnachman Bar Yisra. right? Therefore I'll go to you. So they are saying because there's already a lot of shechina. Right, so if, in, in other words, I'm going to you not because there's shechina, but rather because it's not fitting. If you're going if you weren't gonna come to me, you just want me to go to you. I don't have to come to for your place. But now that you want us to be together, and you're gonna come to me, that's I because since your father was a big rabbi, I'd rather go to you. But doesn't anyone bring the shekhinah to his house also? It seems like that's a one. In other words, if, if you want to come just for the shekhinah, I'll stay here. But another thing, if you wanted to be chavruses, so then if you shouldn't come to me. I'll go to you. Okay. Okay. Besura havedebarta. There was a a plague. In the neighborhood of Rav, there was no plague. They thought, because Rav is such a big rabbi, and that's why there was no plague. It They came to him in a dream, I guess, to the people in the town. To Rav, everyone. Um, and they, they they came to everyone, I guess. Rav, they said, Rav, the nefeshi zechut who has such a great zechut, hi milta leyle, rav. This is a small thing for Rav to protect his town. Ella gavra this man of There's a guy in town who lends his equipment to the gravediggers. the kivulah for, for kivulah, and therefore whenever there's a there's a um He'll be buried they, they, a, user's user's baby, they use this guy's shovel and he stops working and gives him the shovel. His Zahut is enough to, to, to stop the plague. Rav, is, this, oh. is, this is nothing for Rav. He can do much more than that. Weir the rocket, Havid the Kalaita, there was a uh, fire. Bushit the drive, Huna, but there was no fire in Rav Huna's neighborhood. So, women, and they thought because Huna did a fish, they thought that Huna had a big zechut. It chazed mechama, they came to him and dream again. Haizutra, Rav Huna said, "This is too small for Rav Huna." Elam mishuma, he eats because there's a woman. She heats up her oven so her neighbors could use it. They can't afford firewood. So she would heat her oven, and everyone could use it. She said, Just use my oven, it's fine. And that's the good was enough to save the fire because both those things are, are similar things. Like, like uh, this guy is helping with plagues so the, the people are so not dying. And this other lady is helping with fire so, <laughs> so therefore the fire come. is not going in her thing. I'm Yehuda. Atu they told him Yehuda, guess what, We should make the the locusts have come. Usually that's a problem. Gazad <laughs> tarita, he made a tarit. And they told him, look how done. But they're not eating anything, the locusts. Why are we making a tarit? They didn't start eating. You don't right? want them to start eating. Amaleh, <laughs> zavada, you think they brought suitcases with them of food? <laughs> right? Then they bring the suitcases, let's I check. Okay. Okay, and therefore you don't have to wait for it to start. We can start right away. Amaleh Yehuda. There is a plague in the stomachs of the pigs. He made a tanit. Really? Why do we care about the pigs? Right. We're assuming that Rabbi Yehuda holds that once Hashem sends a plague on one, He's going to send it to the other people also. And therefore it might happen to people now. And that's what he's worried since pigs have similar intestines to humans, therefore, a, a pig plague is different than other things. Therefore, it had a plague come on, an, on, a, on a cow, the Buddha would not have necessarily, or some gorillas or whatever. right? But, but since a pig is similar to things, therefore, he's making a connection. i told there is a in In the town of Chuzai, he said, "It's far from us." he says there is no river that's separating us, and therefore people go back and forth, and therefore the plague will, play, will, will, will could, could spread if we make making tanit now. we're He said they told him that there is a uh, a plague in Israel. And he and he said. He says, if the mistress gets a, gets hit, certainly the maid servant is going to get hit. Yadi Edesay is more chasuv than us. If they're going to get, hit, we should make a taharit. Says the Gemara Tama. The reason is the givira meshivcha because one's the mistress and one's the, sh- the shivcha. Hashivcha veshivcha. But it sounds like it would be two different places outside of Edesay. Then, Lo, he wouldn't. But we're asking a question: How come Shmuel, when there was when they told him there's a, there's a thing in another town, he didn't do anything. He made he made because he, he said there's no ma'avarta, right? And yet, yeah. when it comes to Israel, the only reason why they did it is because, because the other places, right? Because because no because Israel is the the, the girta is the mistress, and, yeah, and, and, the, and the, 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 the lower yeah. ones, so. yes. So, but that makes it sound like had it been both lower ones, there's no reason to no do it. But yet we see what Shmueli did. Was, Shani Hatim, in the case, Chizayu, Ram, since they were caravans, they were caravans going back and forth. When there's caravans going back and forth, the people go back and forth, and then it spreads. I guess to Israel and Babel there are no caravans, my assumption right? yeah, yeah, is. That's where all the rabbis were. Yeah, that's why I think the Gemara makes a big deal. We're talking about... Uh, the, the Torah makes a big deal when, when, when Ravina came, when Rabin came when oh, came, so and so came, so it sounds like it wasn't regular caravan service you know, it had, it, here there was regular caravan service every day there's a caravan going back and forth here, oh Rabin came, otherwise it wouldn't make a big deal when Rabin comes okay. Abba Umna there was a rabbi who was uh, they called him Abba Umna he wasn't a rabbi, but he was a, a very very holy man he was a bloodletter. In those days, he used to bloodlet people. When, when they, the guy was sick, they would come f- for bloodletting. This guy was an expert bloodletter,? Okay? They would send him a bat call to say hi to him every day. Abaye okay? would get a hello from Shemayim every Friday. He would get one every end of Kippur. So we're saying that this, uh, this Abba guy is uh, yeah. better than both of them. Right, right. And, and that's what we're saying. And it doesn't sound so good. And neither did Abba like it too much either. Okay? So it says to Abba started feeling bad. Because Abba, Umna, because Abba is getting an everyday phone call. Mm-hmm. And now, is that, is that jealousy or not good? Is that good jealousy or bad jealousy? It's good because it's come from Shemayim. So you're no, it's jealous better. of Torah. You're always supposed to be jealous of Torah. Yeah. Yes. That's jealous of other things. That's why it's good. Jealousy. Jealous, yeah, exactly. You're not supposed to be jealous of some guy's yeah. supposed So be jealous only of guys. Well, I mean, guys uh, uh, of Yes. So i So he told. you wouldn't be able to do what he does. In Shemaim, they told him, relax. You wouldn't be able to do what he does. What do you do? That's so special. Sounds like a regular guy. Does he even have? My havu. What would he do? The Abu Umra, When he would come to be, to do a bloodletting. He would separate men and ladies. He wouldn't have them in the same waiting room. Right? Mm Sinut. And when he had a lady who needed bloodletting, he had a special garment that had these little uh, utensils attached to it. Okay? Utensils with holes on the bottom attached to it. Okay? And it had holes on the bottom. When a woman would come, she would put on this garment. So he doesn't have to look at her, right? So he said he's able to do do his bloodletting through these cups that are attached to this garment. And this one, he never ever saw her undressed with the normal settings Okay, I gotta get undressed I, I, I gotta do. Uh, I have to do my bloodletting, but he would never do that. And he had a special garment. That's, a, that's what they would wear. Okay. Here, look. Not only that, he had a private place, the Shadley would the Shakil. He would have a, a, a special box outside that everyone put, would put their money in when they finished. The Itle, the guy who has money, Shadley would put money in it. The Letle, if you don't have money, he wouldn't be embarrassed because didn't, they didn't ask, no one asked him for the money. He just put it in the thing. When a rabbi would come, he wouldn't take any money from a rabbi. rabbi How do we you know him. if it's just a box? He, oh, so he would specifically say, I don't want you to give money. Tell the guy when to leave. don't take the company in your money. And after he would leave, he would give him money. And say, go, go heal yourself. Okay? So it was the opposite. Instead of taking money from the rabbi, he was giving the rabbi money. The rabbi should come more often. <laughs> no, losing blood. One day, Abaya sent two rabbis to check this guy. This Abba Umla, I guess he couldn't get it out of his head, right? He sat them and he gave them to eat and drink. And at night, he he put them blankets, woolen blankets, to sleep on. Okay, now watch what they do. At zafra in the morning, we're now on the top of Chav Bet Amurah. In the morning, they folded up the blankets and they took them. And they went out to the shuk as if they want to sell them. Okay, they basically stole the guy's blankets yeah. they went to go sell them but they weren't going to sell them and when he went to Shuk he found them so they asked him how much do you think these blankets are worth they asked the owner of the blankets yeah. okay he says I think it's worth this and this maybe it's worth more they asked him how do you know maybe it's worth more he says, that's what I bought them for. So he, mm-hmm. he knew they were his. They know. They're yours, actually. We took it from you. So they told well, him... He didn't know who came to his house? He knew, he knew them. He, they, they knew. They knew. He said, we took it from you. They told him, tell us, please. What did you suspect stuff when we took it? We're not, we're, we're not really selling it. But tell me, what did you suspect when we took it from you? Amina, I said to myself... I assume that you have to redeem some captives and you're embarrassed to ask me for money because I'm always so good to you. So you figured you just take it without asking me. So they told him, okay, you're right. We're just testing you. Anyway, now I'll take it back. Take it back. We're sketching, we're sketching you. We want to see what you do. Take it back. I will like, that time I already started giving this sederka because I figured that you were doing. I didn't know you were testing me, and therefore I can't take it back. Wow. Okay, so he's very religious guy. <laughs> we should get this guy to work in the in the in the warranty. Okay, Ravah felt bad that he went to Abaya every every Shabbat, and he's coming on once a year. Should Abaya there. It's enough for you. They told him in the Shemaim, it's enough for you, you're protecting your entire city. Now, Abayah, that's because Rava was the Rosh Sheva of the city of Mechuza, And therefore, Even though the people of this town were uh, were Rishayim, he would protect them. So therefore that was enough of a Zichut. You don't have to get the you don't have to get Shalom from Shahim. Okay, so send this up. Oh stop. Okay, we're gonna stop over here. Baruch Adonai